0: Welcome back to the regular exclusive podcast with your hosts, Jason Renee.
1: That's Captain Renee. Captain
0: you. Renee. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh well, today we're talking about Pirates of the Caribbean, which side question. It's always been the Caribbean, except for this movie. Is that, <laughs> has that been the case with you?
1: I don't know. This movie came out when I was like 13. So like, I just don't maybe I don't remember from before that. But I always just thought of it as the Caribbean. (laughs) So Maybe this movie just formed that and I just don't remember. But. I like, like it now because it just, if I say it Caribbean, it doesn't sound right. Pirates of the Caribbean, it just doesn't have the same ring.
0: That's terrible. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a way less exciting movie. Pirates right. of the Caribbean.
1: <laughs> yeah. For some reason, but ca- Pirates of the Caribbean, you're like, oh, damn, that sounds badass. <laughs> I just,
0: I'm just i like, I've never heard anyone say like, oh, I'm going to the, to the Caribbean. Uh, they're, well, they're they should like-
1: or else they're going to sound like a jackass now. Where are you not, going?
0: If I ever heard someone say, I'm going on vacation in the Caribbean, I was like, oh, exciting. Are you going on some adventures?
1: Maybe that's what they used to call it in pirate times. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe. it's changed. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> we should do more research before we record this episode. <laughs> uh,
0: well, before we actually get into the movie, the um, funny thing about this is, you know, this movie is based off of, of a Disney ride.
1: My it was my favorite Disney ride ever. Growing up, there was one day where I rode it ten times in a row. This was before the
0: fucking Pirates movie. Wow, when it was just boring. <laughs> <laughs> like you would get everyone would get off the ride, and you're just like, Nah, I'm good. I'm yeah, I got my spot. I'm just send me back.
1: My dad went with me, and we just rode it like a bunch of times. I think there like we were with fa- like family, and there was like everyone was fighting about something stupid and. I was just a kid. I was like, I just want to go on the Pirates ride. Cause I was scared of everything else. I was terrified of all the other rides there. So I was yeah. like, the Pirates ride. I felt safe. Weirdly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's amazing that this movie is based off of a ride. Cause this movie is amazing. And also like the ride, there's not really a whole lot going on. There's, there's no real plot. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's interesting looking at other movies based off rides there's not like a long list of them and they're basically all
1: disney right
0: yeah they're either a disney property or they're licensed to have the ride in disney so i don't know (laughs) but like some of these i've heard of a few of them but a lot of them i've never even heard of like i've heard of jungle cruise i had no clue that that was actually based off a ride
1: Oh, yeah, I think I've I've never actually been on the Jungle Cruise ride because I think it's just a Disney World in Florida. Oh, okay. I'm sure they might have it other locations, but that's like the main one. So like that one is basically like where you're just on a little boat, like going down the river and they have animatronic animals, kind of like the Jurassic Park. But instead of dinosaurs, it's like you're in the jungle, like safari, kind of like Africa.
0: Have they added the rock?
1: To to the ride. (laughs) But his character is like basically the tour guide. So, like on the ride, the person that they do all these really silly, like kind of dad joke pun things the whole time, and they've got like a really funny personality. You would not think of the rock immediately when I'm describing (laughs) this character. And you might be right. I think he's okay. He's not bad. I mean, I Mm -hmm. I I enjoyed the Jungle Cruise movie for what it was. But it is no pirates of the Caribbean. (laughs) Let me tell you that. It's it's a different thing when they're like you can tell they're on the ocean a lot in pirates movies. And in Jungle Cruise, I'm like, this is all on a green
0: screen. (laughs) Yeah. They never left the green screen.
1: Yeah. It's like I just kind of more obvious. And weirdly, the special effects look better still in Pirates. So
0: Yeah, we'll we'll get we'll get to that.
1: Yeah. They (laughs) haven't like um basically struck gold with any of their other like rides to movies except yeah, outside I, of Pirates right like I think that's the only really one that like everyone's like oh fuck yeah
0: yeah like t- I, I didn't know Tomorrowland that George Clooney movie from a couple years ago I didn't know that was based off of a ride I never saw it I didn't Me know either. I didn't even know they made a tower a terror movie
1: yeah it was a TV movie apparently with Kirsten Dunst though yeah. I saw it and I was like huh I never, never heard of that
0: But yeah, like none, none of these have come anywhere close to none of these have even gotten a sequel. Pirates is the only one that's ever gotten sequels. Yeah, I think I when I was looking this up, I
1: saw something that said Jungle Cruise
0: 2. So maybe
1: that was greenlit, but I don't know. All right. it was one of those day and date releases where it's like in theaters and on streaming so i don't know how successful
0: it could have been to yeah. get a sequel already but who knows uh so i wanted to ask you is there any rides that you've been on that you're like hey i want them to make a movie around this
1: well, I mean, as I said, I was obsessed with pirates. So, like, I already had this wish fulfilled because, like, that was my favorite ride always. And when I found out that they're doing a movie, I was like, fuck, yeah. And then it was just amazing. <laughs> so if I'm going to go two for two, I'm going to go the Matterhorn. Have you ever been on that one?
0: Uh, I think I've been on that, like, maybe one time. I know the name of it.
1: It's like that's in the Swiss Alps, like the ice mountain and you go under the tunnels and stuff and it's like really intense and scary and there's like a Yeti in there and the (laughs) abominable snowman and shit. It's like it scared the shit out of me when I was a kid and I loved it. I think that would be a really fun adaptation if they were to do it in a similar like style to like especially Pirates 2 and 3 where it's like really scary shit, but also like fun and an adventure. You know, <laughs> yeah. Could also be a good horror movie. I don't know. Disney might could maybe do it. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of horror movies, the ride I would want is to be a horror adaptation of It's a Small World.
1: They that would work. I mean, it wouldn't even have to be that much different from the fucking ride, is the thing. <laughs> it would just be that song
0: on repeat. <laughs>
1: My God.
0: The the movie would be people trapped on that ride forever (laughs) yeah
1: that is the real fuck that would be some really like existential shit from disney and i'd be (laughs) here for it but like i did read that they were like at one point they had a fucking plan to do a movie of it's a small world and i was like that's got to be disney at their lowest going (laughs) What else can we do? It's that, like, it, that is like the bottom of the barrel. That's embarrassing. <laughs> they shouldn't have even mentioned that to anyone.
0: That I think if they actually did a movie, there's no way that Disney could pull it off. No, like, they like nope. They would have no clue. What angle do we approach this from? Like? No,
1: they would try to make it. If they tried to take itself seriously, it'd ruin it. The only way to do it is to do it like a fucking comedy horror and make it really <laughs> terrifying. And the fact that like it like just it makes you unsettled, like skin oh, and rink. It God. could be nothing but that fucking song and like <laughs> weird images from the ride. I mean, I'm I'm serious. It'd be oh. it'd be pretty good.
0: There we go. All right, well, let's take a little break and then get into the 20th anniversary of the classic Pirates of the Caribbean Curse of the Black Pearl. Everyone stay calm. We are taking over the ship. I of <laughs> <laughs> This ship cannot be crewed by two men. You'll never make it out of the bay. Son, I'm Captain Jack Sparrow. Heavy, all right. It's been 20 years since the release of Pirates of the Caribbean Curse of the Black Pearl. God. Can you believe it's been 20 years?
1: No. <laughs> no, no, I can't be. I'm not ready for this. I thought I was prepared, but I, I might cry. <laughs> I feel like it went by in the blink of an eye. I'm ready to check into an fucking old folks home, but. <laughs> I love this movie and I'm just so glad that we have a reason to talk about it because I would talk about it all the time if I could
0: this movie is insanely rewatchable it was such a huge hit when it came out it's and then watching it last movie. night I was like watching it last night I'm like this movie is great no notes like right? let's play it back like it's we're good. too perfect everything comes together so well that it's just
1: incredible it's it's really rare that that happens
0: hmm
1: and yeah. you know it looks and acts i just feel like everything about it is so much better than like any number of especially like summer blockbusters like anything like that summer movies yeah. don't have don't hit the same as they used to i mean also just think about movies in general in 2003 this was coming out we had fucking harry potter lord of the rings like we had so many good good things going on
0: i feel like this is feeling, meaning I did not do any research, but I feel like this was Disney's first like live action huge hit. Like it got a franchise mm-hmm.
1: from it. Mm-hmm.
0: Like there's a ton of animated stuff. There's, you know, I know like the Mighty Ducks was in the '90s and that got a sequel, but like this movie just started a franchise that this Disney had is, yeah. not experienced before.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a, it became a worldwide phenomenon. And it was also, it, it's weirdly like the first, it like broke, it broke um, a long running like list of like every single pirate movie or like pirate themed story. Like that was ever adapted. They all fucking were like box office bombs. So this yeah. is like the first movie about pirates also that was successful. So it was like a really big risk going in for a lot of reasons. But again, I think it's just an incredible movie that is overcome so much that it's it doesn't make sense how good it is. Especially yeah. with the fact that it's based off of a ride <laughs> that has no story.
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what helped. Maybe having no story that they needed to follow helped <laughs> in this situation.
1: Yeah, it's probably... Very true. I mean, especially if it were like nowadays, but I feel like nowadays people would even pick apart like little things and be like, well, that wasn't exactly like the scene in Tortuga or like that wasn't exactly like the scene with the dogs and the keys in the prison. It's like, relax. Like, it's just a fucking ride.
0: Got it. So you're essentially saying people would do like what they did with the Mario movie that we talked about last week. Oh, the Mario lore. What lore? (laughs) Literally,
1: they would obsess about the stupid shit because now there's a platform to do so. There's a million platforms to do so. So yeah, it's just it's gotten worse that people would be annoyed with it. But the fact that you're right, it has no blueprint for a story outside of like three scenes that are just like replicas of the ride, that's like perfect. That's all you need. It's a jumping off point, familiarity, and the possibility to like tie in the ride with the movie if it's
0: successful. Yeah.
1: It's a pretty Smart move, but it's like, how many times have they attempted this before and it didn't work?
0: <laughs> the craziest thing though is that they made this movie with a 140 million dollar budget. Like, wow, that's, a, that's an enormous budget for a theme park ride
1: <laughs> for 2003, too. I feel like, yeah. I mean. Granted, there's a lot, probably a lot of big, they had a lot of big budget movies to fucking like compete with at the time. Yeah, that was probably a part of it. Everyone wanted to get their own Lord of the Rings kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, they brought in the big guns for it, like Jerry Bruckheimer. You Mm -hmm. know, I feel like I haven't heard his name in a little while, but like in the early 2000s. Everywhere. Every big movie was Jerry Bruckheimer.
1: <laughs> he's still there. I mean, he's still doing shit. He's always... I've always... Like, that was always the thing. I was like, oh, this will be a good, fun movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I just was just like, fuck yeah. And I feel <laughs> like this is great. And also, I love Gore Verbinski. I think he's a really good director. And I think the like these pirate these first three pirate movies are just incredible and the perfect... A really well-done trilogy that, like, not always... You know, they don't always nail the ending on some other ones. I think this one really wraps it up perfectly.
0: It's incredible that the movie that Gore Verbinski did before this was The Ring. I know. Isn't that crazy? What?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but also that movie, like, fucking, he probably could pick whatever he wanted to do after that.
0: Oh, yeah. Right? But it's just incredible that that was the route that he went from that to that. Mm -hmm. And then he just went on to do more pirates movies and work with Johnny Depp several times.
1: I mean, it was the start of a good thing, I think. And I, I really enjoy the fact that he did both of these movies, like back to back could not be more different, but that's what I think. He's really a versatile director. Yeah. I enjoy I enjoy his movies. I think this is a really incredible movie just overall Everything is just perfect. I think if you tweak one thing and don't get it right, it just doesn't nail it. But overall, like everything just fits together so well.
0: Well, and it worked out great. Cause yeah, the budget was 140 million and then it did over 650 million worldwide. So like, damn, it was a hit and it ruined all other theme park rides in the future. <laughs>
1: yes. Well, then they, then, did it. then they updated the ride too.
0: Oh, uh, Oh, they did. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing a clip of like Johnny Depp actually like pop- coming out on the ride. <laughs> and, that like, was so
1: funny. And people are like literally like just putting their phones in his face and they didn't even notice that it was him. And it's like, <laughs> that's fucking crazy. Cause yeah, they added like um, uh, animatronic Jack Sparrow in a couple scenes. And then they added like Barbosa and Davy Jones. Oh, nice. To the, so it kind of has a little story. It's still a very mellow ride, it's not like intense and crazy, but like, <laughs> They just added the story into it. So like I said, they were like banking on if this does well, we'll get, (laughs) you know, more revenue at the parks too. But the CEO of Disney at the time, Michael Eisner tried to fucking stop this movie so many times because he He was like, I don't think this is going to work. Yeah. (laughs) He thought Johnny Depp was going to ruin the movie as Jack Sparrow, which is crazy because he ended up like making, being one of the most iconic things and making the movie so incredible.
0: Uh, we're, well, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about Johnny Depp yeah. in a little bit. We're gonna talk about all the performances, but yeah, of like that has to be the, <laughs> that could have been one of the biggest screw ups <laughs> in CEO history. Like, I mean,
1: that's what I'm saying is like a lot of the times the guys at the top, they really don't know. They're just looking at numbers and like fucking logic. And it's like what Johnny Depp's doing logically might not make sense to you. <laughs> I get it. It's a lot, it's very different, but like, It's also got that movie magic. He knows. He knows what to put down.
0: Well, and then the success of this movie paved the way for the sequel to be a billion dollar movie. Like, everyone was so hyped from this that they're like, yeah, Dead Man's Chest, going to see it, opening Mm -hmm. Of course. I was so excited because, I mean, this
1: one doesn't even end on a cliffhanger, really. It's like they didn't do that whole thing where it was like, oh, We're setting it up for a franchise, which I think is smart. Again, if you try to play into that shit, like the dark universe doesn't really work out so well. Right. Tom Cruise. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Just saying, I think that they did it right. And then like, obviously they have two and three, they filmed like back to back. So like those two kind of have more of a tie in with each other. But I think it's, it's just amazing. (laughs) Oh
0: yeah. I would have to imagine that everyone involved in this movie after they finished they were preparing their resumes just in case like because it's a theme park ride. like who would this very easily could have been a huge bomb like we've seen it like (laughs) we've seen it before how many times
1: have they done this yeah like that's what i'm saying like as much as like you're like that fucking ceo is a total idiot but you're like yeah but like also this is like lightning in a bottle that they managed to capture all of like with all the odds stacked against him so like it, I kind of like understand but like it's just magical and I'm so glad that it happened and nobody stopped it
0: <laughs> yeah so I mean let's yeah let's talk about the the movie itself and all the magic gentlemen my lady you will always remember this as the day that you almost caught Captain Jack Sparrow <laughs> <laughs> One of the first things that popped to my mind as I was watching this is this is a a classic adventure movie. Like, I put this up there with, like, Indiana Jones. Like, any of yeah. those movies are just like, let's just go on a fucking adventure. <laughs> yeah. And, and it really, like, draws you into it throughout the whole movie.
1: 100% it's very like well paced it's long but like I feel like everything hits well and like I'm excited by every sequence there's a lot of action sequences but it has a lot of variation and every single sequence is exciting and different and fun to watch and yeah. not like headache inducing
0: Yeah, <laughs> like I've gotten like so the...
1: used to nowadays
0: yeah well like the movie starts on like a very grim note like the yes. fog very dark creepy there's a boy floating in the ocean
1: (laughs) yeah pirates it's a lot
0: well and i think that's one of the great things of this movie is you know the director had just done the ring so like he knew how to how to do horror movies and to create these these moments of very tense things going on and it really added to To this whole movie, because one thing I really love about this movie, especially when you think about like Marvel or sorry, Disney movies as a whole is like they try to they try to kind of like keep things lighthearted, you know, and sometimes that that makes it so it's like, oh, where's the intensity or where's the depth? And like this movie throughout the whole movie, there's a lot of funny things that happen, but this movie doesn't feel like it's a comedy movie like mm-hmm. it feels dark dangerous serious hence serious yeah. mm-hmm. and then you Fun. have the, then you have really well c- written characters that yes. just add some levity every once in a while but like it was it was it was great like i loved how this movie open i'm like okay i feel i get the i get the idea i, I know what tone we're kind of going for with this yeah it's, it's pirates
1: It's pirates, man. It's the same like kind of spooky feeling that you get on the ride because it's so dark and it's like the music and you're like, ooh, it's creepy, you know. And it is kind of creepy, but like this movie manages to make it ten times creepier. I think it's crazy how much like this trilogy in general is so terrifying, and they're from Disney. It's just so weird.
0: Yeah. I mean, when
1: I saw this when I was a teenager, like thirteen, in the theater, I was so scared. Of the fucking pirates when they were
0: skeletons, man, they were so creepy. And the way that they like reveal the skeleton, you're like, Whoa!
1: Oh my god, the skeleton stuff, it looks 10 times better than anything in any Marvel movie. Just saying,
0: I don't know about any Marvel movie, but a lot of even Most stuff, of them. even stuff that's come out this decade. That's like, what I'm saying, like, like recent like, shit. Is this just it did cgi just look really good back then on a big budget because you didn't have every studio trying to overwork all their cgi people like
1: yeah more demand that's a good point because yeah like one of the cool things i noticed again just rewatching it was like during the fight sequence especially at the end when like jack and barbosa are fighting and like they are going between like sections of like the moonlight moonlight, and the cave And they like keep switching between human and skeleton form. And it's just so cool. It's very smooth. Yeah, it looks really good. And I'm just like, fucking hey, this movie just holds up. I can't believe it's 20 years old. It really doesn't feel that old. It does not feel 20 years old
0: at all. It's Um, so
1: sad to think about that, though.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of uh, bold or creepy, you know, vibes. um, I thought it was a really bold move to for Disney, especially to have um the commodore essentially pursuing a girl that he's known since she was like 12
1: i mean back then he would have been marrying her when she was 12 so like they kind of like made <laughs> the it a same little thing less Sarah bad. Said. and i'm like yeah. no
0: this dude's a perv he's always no. been a perv <laughs> nowadays
1: he would be a perv but back then that's just how it was done okay it's fucked but like they were like having babies
0: by the time they were like 12 13 nowadays that's just called grooming and well
1: exactly we now have a term for it but also back then that was kind of the standard so like they didn't i mean elizabeth basically at the end of the movie even gets to make her own choice that wasn't that was like a few thousand years early maybe not a thousand but you know what i mean (laughs) like that was like that wouldn't happen she doesn't have rights come on
0: (laughs) but yeah so the it has this very like serious tone that's set And then the director makes incre and the writers make these incredible moves of like you have this very serious setting. And then you just add in these random moments that are so fucking funny. Like the the first one that popped up for me was um was when when they're grown up and Will goes to deliver the sword.
1: Yeah, and and he breaks the the (laughs) life. so good just a little thing but he's like oh shit where do I put it <laughs> like it's just a little tiny thing but it it's like this movie I think really does that really well with all of the character introductions you get like really small moments that like tell you everything about who they are you know and I think that's like one of the incredible things is the characters are really well drawn in the first movie that like I want to see five more movies from these people you know like you like them so much and you understand them really quickly I think
0: I think and, and Sarah said this when we were watching this and I agree with her. I think Jack Sparrow maybe has the, the best introduction of all time.
1: I was thinking that I wrote the exact same thing. <laughs> I'm like, I think this is the best character entrance entrance of in the history of cinema. Cause <laughs> it's just like, it tells you literally everything you need to know about Jack in an instant when they show him on the sales, the top of the sales and he just looks like, he looks like a badass fucking pirate, like sailing on the high seas. And then they just pan out and show that like 90% of the boat is underwater. Yeah. It's incredible. It just, it's just like
0: <laughs> he's coming into the dock and it's sinking. And then it just times up perfectly for him to just step off. Like... It's
1: just like it's in like, no, nothing is spoken. It's just but it tells you everything about him and his confidence, his swagger, even though his boat is like completely sunken he just doesn't even care. He's just walking right off that thing. And then like, you know, pays that guy off and then steals some more money. You're like this. I lo- I'm on. I'm on board with this guy.
0: Jack Sparrow is like the coolest go with the flow person ever. Just like he has no plan. He's just, we're just going to figure it out.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like, you can never fully trust him or you can always trust him to be dishonest. That's the thing. <laughs> you never know. He's always talking in circles, that guy. But I do agree. I would follow him anywhere.
0: um so another thing about this movie that's so great is how much practical effects there are Mm -hmm. like they they really they're like we're going to use all of our cgi budget on the skeletons and then everything else we're going to do practically like and it, it you and i If anyone is listening to us for an extended period of time, we love practical effects.
1: If anyone out there is actually listening, (laughs) just in case you're not, in case we're just talking to ourselves, we love practical effects. (laughs) We talk about it a lot.
0: (laughs) But like this movie is so great with, with without practical everything is like, they're like on
1: the ocean in a lot of sea. It's like very much like Jaws. We're like that movie doesn't work. If you can tell it was shot in a studio
0: yeah or like i i saw that um the dauntless like that giant ship that's a real ship
1: yeah it says it's from the state of washington actually which is crazy (laughs) yeah i could be wrong but that's what it said on imdb
0: yeah but they like then they they recreated like parts of the other ships and, like, shot obviously, everything Obviously, not there.
1: every... They didn't really have, like, fucking sea battles and, like, shit, yeah. like, on the ocean. Like, obviously. But they did shoot a lot on location and you can yeah. really tell. Like, all... I mean, even 4 and 5 they did that. So, like, even though they added CGI more throughout the movies, they still always kept that vibe, which I think is important with pirates. You have to feel like you're out in these, like, real-world spots, you know?
0: Yeah. With how much of this movie, like... People are are jumping into the water and they're wet. I'm like, I can't imagine how heavy Johnny Depp's wig must have been. Like, I've, I, I've seen some of the movies right? and I've always, like, had this theory that I'm like, is that just a helmet with a wig on top of it? And, like, for the action scenes, they just clip it in so that it doesn't fall off because, like... It would be really heavy if that got wet.
1: I know. Well, it's funny that I did see that. Like, apparently, like after him losing so many, they ended up giving him like a rubber hat for his hat because his they were like flying off his head and going into the water, and he kept losing them, and so they gave him a rubber one that would float if he lost it.
0: (laughs) We're giving you a rubber one, and you're gonna wear it for. Three or four scenes, <laughs> like you that's it. Gotta,
1: it's, yeah, exactly. Like we're gonna make you not have the hat, but he has to have the hat. He's all obsessed about his hat. It's the yeah. Jack Sparrow thing.
0: <laughs> oh man! So I also thought the um, the action sequences in this movie are just top notch. Like the action sequences m- feel like I'm on a ride. Like yeah, the, exactly. The the blacksmith sword fight i love that it's incredible
1: it's so good and it's just two guys in a fucking like shed and- like in a wooden <laughs> shed just fighting with swords but it's like it's also incredible the timing of like the music with the swords is like yeah. perfect dun, yeah. dun, 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 dun. like they're it's it's so good everything just is perfect the choreography of the fighting like it feels dynamic and exciting and i'm like. I know where to look. I know, like, I'm very aware of what's happening. It's just perfect.
0: Well, in the the very beginning of the sword fight, or in a lot of the sword fight, actually, it reminded me of um of the sword fight in Princess Bride.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: Like, when they're fighting and they're, like, testing each other, and the giant dips, like, what if I move my feet this way? And, like, it's yep. like I was, like... Do one of them say that they're that they're not left-handed at this point? Like, <laughs> right? Like it, it reminded me of that sword fight from Princess Bride, and then they're very just similar, all, and then they're just all over the place. Like they don't stay in one spot and fight. Like they're moving around the yeah. entire set.
1: I love and, that they go up to the rafters, yeah. <laughs> like all of it. It's just so great. And then I love that like Will is just so like shocked at the end. Like you cheated, and he's like pirate. Pirate. <laughs> I do love how he keeps bringing that up. He's like, well in a fair fight I would defeat you and he's like well that's not much incentive for me to fight fair then is it? <laughs> like why would I do that like you have to learn how to be a pirate buddy <laughs> oh. and I do love that it's like it's it's just fun the vibe of like having him be like his obi-wan kenobi almost but like yeah. a drunken pirate version <laughs> <laughs> who's like not really sh- he's not really sure if he's actually helping him or helping himself or helping the pirates or like whatever <laughs> yeah. right like it's like just this sketchy ass fucking guy who's supposedly helping you but you're not sure he might yeah. turn you in at any moment <laughs> <laughs> it's a great character dynamic i did read that like um Orlando Bloom wanted to play his character like with more swagger to like match Johnny Depp's performance. And that the director was like, no, 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 no. no. Like you're a dork. (laughs) You're still a dork. You're a good, you're the best sword fighter supposedly, but it's like, you're a fucking dork. Okay. You're still not cool. You're not Johnny Depp. Okay.
0: First off, no one can match his swagger. So like let's just not even attempt it. I we're going to have you go, we're going to have you go the polar opposite. He's going to be the questionable one and you're going to be the true good guy. <laughs> like yeah.
1: He is. And that's what the thing about it's almost like god fuck this guy cuz he's always just I have to do the right thing. It's kind of annoying. But yeah. I also and I don't like as much as I love Orlando Bloom. I think he's so hot and so great in this movie. Does he say Elizabeth like way too much or is that just me? Cuz that's like <laughs> 90% of his lines, I think is him yelling that or saying it or even whispering it super creepy Elizabeth.
0: <laughs> he says it quite a bit uh, he says it
1: as much as like in the final season of Game of Thrones Jon Snow saying McQueen or I don't want it like that was all he said the whole fucking season and that's how I felt like watching this I was like I should have counted how many times he said I mean a lot of people yell "Elizabeth." it's like one of my favorite things Nolan and I always quote but like he says it the most I think <laughs>
0: Yeah, he set I feel like Orlando Bloom is just a lot of in this movie like it's just a lot of him like staring at things. Like which is fine cuz he's hot. A lot of what he says isn't really like that important like but just, I mean, he's got, he's got great hair, he's got a great goatee, he's beautiful. It's kind and of he, like
1: legless. <laughs> <A> <laughs> just little, like he's he's beautiful, he's good at stunts and choreography. We don't really have to care what he says. He sounds nice. His voice yeah. is good. Like he's not, he's pretty to look at. I'm happy. Just watching him, just watching him be. And him and Johnny Depp, I'm like, where do my eyes look? I don't know. Mostly Johnny Depp though. Sorry, buddy.
0: <laughs> well, I did think um I did my favorite line from him was uh after Elizabeth gets gets taken. Mm-hmm. And then he he comes up to the Commodore and he's like, what are we going to do? And he's like, we're doing something. I don't remember the line. But then he slams the axe. In, That's not good enough. I was like, that, I liked that. That was good. You nailed that line. <laughs> we
1: quote that all the time. Nolan and I. I like literally just rewatching this movie. I'm like, I just am realizing how much we quote this movie all the fucking time. We always do that. Whenever it fits, it's perfect. Or we'll send a gif. We had to search for one because there's not one readily available. But like we found one that's like, that's not good enough. <laughs> it's just so good. I love it. I-, I can't get over how quotable this movie is. We also <laughs> randomly do the governor's line when he's like, hang him. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's like kind of sing-songy the way that he says it. Hang him. <laughs> it's like it's just really, really funny. It gets me. This is like I've we've watched this movie so many times that like we're picking up on all the little nuances, you know. <laughs> and now though, that's what we quote. But like in general, though, there's so many fucking good quotes, and a lot of them Johnny Depp improvised.
0: Oh, I believe that
1: like the savvy line the very final line of the movie bring me that horizon and all the eunuch jokes and the bit about parlay, Paul, sleep,
0: Paul. Sleep, Paul. Partner, partner. parlay? that's the one parlay 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 down to the depths of whatever might thought daughter parlay that would be the flinch
1: like, all the best parts, basically, of his character. <laughs> I mean, literally, he's the reason that that character rocks.
0: Oh. Well, before we yeah, <laughs> switch sorry. over to the performances, because there's a lot of them, Um, just wanted to give a shout-out to uh, this the score of this movie. Yes, please. It's, it's unbelievable. Hans Zimmer, and um, there was someone else that he collaborated with. Mm-hmm. But uh, the score of this movie is just incredible. It's like literally one of
1: the best scores, I think, ever that like all the like, especially the ac- action stuff, like everything just really fits with the music. Like, yeah, I don't know at what point they wrote what like, did they have the music before <laughs> the movie or the movie like filmed before the music? But like, it just it's almost like they're doing it at the same time. It's so well, incredible.
0: Like, it's one of those scores that if somebody just starts humming along to somebody would be like, pirates, like, don't like like it's it's so memorable
1: yeah oh i used to love i mean i used to just listen to that soundtrack all the time it's fucking great these movies are so much fun and it really feels like pirates music
0: (laughs) i'm pretty sure when this movie came out like in high school i was in weight training and i'm pretty sure i lifted to 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 the to the the score of this movie that sounds
1: that tracks just like doing squats yes talk about (laughs) motivating like that's what i'm talking about i'm on the fucking seas i'm free (laughs) i'm with Uh, you there man
0: all right let let, let's get to the performance because dear god are there some some incredible performances no additional shots nor powder a compass that doesn't point north
1: and i half expected it to be made of wood you are
0: without doubt the worst pirate i've ever heard of but you have heard of me so i don't i don't know if you agree with me on this but i don't think i would have recasted a single person in hindsight
1: Oh, I agree with you completely.
0: Like I think everyone is utilized as perfect as can be.
1: I agree with you. Especially the the main trio, I think like those are perfect casting, but like even for the side parts, like I wouldn't change anyone.
0: Oh, I I actually love the side characters like as a whole i think i love them more than the than the original trio like they're
1: incredible and i love that they continue to be in the movies and like have bigger parts in like two and three because i'm like like especially the two like pirate guys and then the two uh like soldiers or like you know british royal guys those two guys like the the two duos for some reason i'm just like i'm always i love those guys they're hilarious they're just like comic relief but like incredible like little characters that just like are so much fun
0: yeah the the two the two guys that are like the ones that are always fighting with each other the the one-eyed guy yeah those two are are hilarious i I love them so much their
1: chemistry is great and the whole wooden eye thing is just a great bit (laughs) that goes throughout all of the movies and it's always so gross because i'm like like a wooden eye too wouldn't you get i mean jesus but yeah like i mean even like i love gibbs so much i think gibbs is great yeah and i'm so glad he's in every single movie but it is funny to me always to think of like in the beginning of the movie he's like you know with the british navy Mm. and then like later on he's just like a pirate but like he seemed (laughs) kind of anti-pirate at the beginning of the movie so like i'm kind of curious like what happened to gibbs like what you know was he just an insider Was he working for the (laughs) pirates?
0: I don't know. He was also but he was singing a pirate song at the beginning of the movie. So
1: but then he's talking all this shit about pirates. So I'm like, is it all just a cover? Was he really undercover? Or did the pirates go undercover? They're not the FBI.
0: (laughs) Maybe he tried to escape. Ah. He tried to leave the pirate life and go straight. But But he couldn't. you, You can't.
1: Yeah. Once a pirate, always a pirate.
0: You can take the pirate off the ship, but you can't take the ship out of the pirate i don't know uh <laughs> interesting my, uh funny thing is the the guy who plays cotton the mute with the parrot
1: yeah oh i know cotton
0: <laughs> on on his imdb you know everyone has like their professional headshots his name is david uh bailey or bali or something his picture is literally from pirates <laughs> i, mean, I can't imagine <laughs> what else he's in
1: <laughs> if he he's, really doesn't have a tongue
0: he uh Oh, he, he he doesn't. I don't know. I'm just asking. Oh. I've
1: never seen him in anything
0: else, I so I would assume maybe he doesn't. Okay. Well, maybe
1: he doesn't. I don't know. Maybe the CGI is that good.
0: He's uh, he's been in several things.
1: But I just I do love the whole bit that like his parrot just talks and then they're like Cotton's right and it's like how do you know that <laughs> he just said any port in a storm
0: and then they're like he's right
1: we should stick we should stick to the code. <laughs> it's like what?
0: <laughs> I I also <laughs> totally forgot that Zoe Zaldana is in this.
1: Yeah. And she apparently did not have a fun time working on this movie. She was talking oh. mad shit afterwards because she oh, was really? like unknown at the time. Yeah. Oh and she said that there was like a real shit storm behind the camera of like people talking down to like lower actors and shit that like Ooh. like they didn't value as much, whatever. But like apparently, like years later, Gore Verbinski ran into her and like apologized and talked to her about it and was like, I'm so sorry that like that happened and blah blah. She said that they resolved things, but yeah, she was uh, not in any of the other ones.
0: <laughs> uh, she, I think she has to, I mean, other than Johnny Depp for the, all the, the other movies he's done with Disney, but I think Zoe Zeldana has got to have been in more franchises than like any other actor. She's been in a lot. Like she, she's been in pirates. She's been in Star Trek. She's been in Marvel Mm mm-hmm
1: she's been in probably some other shit we're not thinking of (laughs) (laughs) probably at least five other things so that that tracks i think that's right i think yeah you're right but it is funny like all the little people that are like so little characters but like they just add something to the story and i like there's so many pirates but like you can really keep there's obviously not too many that they throw at you to keep track of but I love that, like, you just you get your your main crew and you keep those for the rest of the movies. I yeah. think like in four and five, they add in other people. And I'm just like, mm, where's my OGs? You know,
0: good to see you, Penelope Cruz. But no, thanks.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that's why, like, I mean, I love Johnny Depp. I'm OK with like him being the star of a movie. But like, I think most people would re- agree that like the first three are way better because he's like a side character and not the main character. Yeah, there's three main characters, basically, in all three of these movies. But like in the fourth and fifth one, like he's the main character.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, all right. So let's talk about Johnny Depp and Jack Sparrow,
1: please. I'm going to keep doing it until we get there. So
0: (laughs) so tell me if you agree. I think this is obviously the defining performance of Johnny Depp. I think this is the movie that propelled Johnny Depp from being, like, a very famous actor to a superstar.
1: Yeah, 100%. Agreed.
0: Like, he had done a lot of stuff prior to this. He'd done a lot of very good things prior to this. A lot of characters
1: and stuff, but not, like, like, on this scale.
0: (laughs) This is the movie that made Johnny Depp, like, a household name. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. This is like him. This was like him at the height of his powers almost. Well, maybe for like the entire original trilogy, I would say. Like he yeah, was he doing like, whatever he wanted.
0: Yeah. He, he, after, after this, like he was like, yeah, I'm going to get paid millions of dollars mm-hmm. for. X number of sequels, I'll do it because even if they start to suck, I'll still make a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And because
1: a lot of kids, his kids really enjoyed his character and like a lot of kids in general and he would go to like children's hospitals. I think he always said like he really loved the character. Like he did build it basically from scratch. I mean, they Mm -hmm. like had an idea, but everything that we love about Jack Sparrow, I feel like came from Johnny Depp.
0: I mean, he definitely
1: had some weird ideas at first, but like, I think he just nailed it.
0: And I think like prior to prior to this movie, probably like his his biggest movie was probably Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas.
1: I would say or, like Edward Scissorhands, a lot of people knew.
0: Oh yeah, wait, what? Yeah, oh yeah, you're right. I yeah. was Edward, Scissor, Edward Scissorhands was probably yeah, you're probably right. Um, but then after this, like he did Secret Window, which I know you. I love. love
1: Secret Window. They actually pushed the release of that um when they knew that was supposed to come out early, I think, but because of the success of Pirates, they like pushed it back so that it could ride the success of Johnny Depp being in the movie. So it's they like smart. released it in two thousand and four. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. they're genius.
0: then he did Finding Neverland, which is a personal fave. Yeah. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Sweeney Todd, which we both <sighs> yes, l- love um yeah he did a lot of like big movies after this alice in wonderland yeah big uh, public, characters <laughs> public enemy the, oh, yeah great there's just, a, just a ton of them um this so, yeah, really like,
1: was like the thing that made him a star really because if you think about it like the fact that okay so like i think it's hilarious if i don't know if you know like the original pitch of the character that he made was, like, super weird. Like, he wanted to have it where his character had, like, just gotten his nose cut off, like, in a battle. So he'd be wearing, like, these fake noses all the time and, like, would have, like, blue skin on his face because it was, like, not healing correctly. And then he'd be really scared of silly things like the common cold and pepper. (laughs) And they were like, huh, how am I gonna fucking sell that? And then he was like, no, actually, like, let me do some research. Like, he was like, okay, that was just kind of, like, first ideas. But then he did research and like found that like in their time, like pirates were regarded as basically like rock stars. Yeah. And so then he was like, well, I'm going to go for like my friend Keith Richards vibes. And that was just genius. You know, Yeah. it fits. It's perfect. And then the gold teeth too is incredible because he wanted exactly the amount that he has in the movie, but he knew Disney would say no. So he had his dentist put real ones in. And put like a bunch of them. So there was like most of his mouth was gold. And then they were like, no, 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 that's way too much. So then they had made him cut back. And then they settled on the exact amount that he had originally wanted.
0: That's, that's, that's the right sales ta- tactic. That's what you I'm ask saying. for more than what you want. Yeah. then you drop down to what you want.
1: <laughs> exactly. He's smart, man. And I just, I love that like they like I mean the CEO probably I mean maybe he was a little bit right if he heard like the being scared of like Pepper and the no nose thing he'd be like oh shit this guy's gonna ruin it but it's like have you watched any of this guy's other movies I mean if he can make Edward Scissorhands the most like empathetic character with barely speaking like I think he's got it yeah (laughs) you know
0: Uh, and this also like johnny depp like prior to this had had given like very um like serious i -hmm. mean other than fear and loathing yeah like you know but like very serious performances um this movie i'm like johnny depp is fucking funny like hilarious like his physical comedy is incredible
1: it's weird because I never would have thought of him as like a physical comedy guy. Like I would automatically go to somebody like Jim Carrey as being yeah. like so incredible. But I'm like the fucking physical comedy that he's doing, and I would say all five of the pirate movies because he never loses that. Yeah. It's incredible. It's almost cartoonish, but it's hilarious and it works.
0: Yeah, like it fits the character and like yeah, his physical comedy, his facial expressions.
1: Yeah, he's really, really funny. He should have won Best Actor, I think. For as much as hilariousness is in this movie, I think the amount of character work is incredible. Sean Penn won that year for Mystic River, which was an incredible performance and had a lot of Oscar bait into it. Oh. I mean, just that scene, is that my daughter in there? I always think of, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. They played it as his Oscar clip, too. I'm like, well, of course he's going to win.
0: Wait, would this this have been 2004? 2004
1: yeah because it's oh yeah you're you're right
0: you're right you're right
1: (laughs) you're like he wasn't even nominated
0: (laughs) yeah that's pretty wild
1: (laughs) right i mean there's other like great actors and stuff but i just thought for everything that this role required of him like without him i don't think this movie's as big of a hit i think jack sparrow is the reason that this whole series is what it is and that like they tried to lean on that a bit more i personally don't have a problem with it but i agree that like balancing him with two more serious characters who aren't as silly is better you burned all the food the shape,
0: the rum yes the rum is gone why is the rum gone one because it is a vile drink that turns even the most respectable men into complete scoundrels two that signal is over a thousand feet high the entire royal navy is out looking for me do you really think that there is even the slightest chance that they won't see it but well, why is the run gone yeah it, i mean i think it's it's a lot like you know if you took harrison ford out of indiana jones exactly you it's know it's not the same you know and, and indiana jones isn't as you know charismatic or flamboyant of a character so like yeah, they used him the perfect amount in this movie. Like, mm-hmm. he's just he's seasoning salt, you know?
1: Yeah, and people think he gets sillier as the movies go on. But it's, like, also, you know, he's fucking, like, always in the sun chugging a bunch of rum. <laughs> like, I would not be surprised if he got mentally, like, ill by the end. Or his brain just exploded. Because yeah. he's probably, I mean, who knows? That liver can't be doing too well. <laughs> I'm just saying. That could be an explanation. But... I think he does get goofier, but as goofy as he can be, I think he always does like pull off the fact that he is like actually
0: capable and smart. You know, yeah. like he
1: might come off as a fool sometimes, but it's like he's usually always at least a couple steps ahead of everybody.
0: Yeah. And he also has more like integrity or morals than a lot of the other characters.
1: Yeah, which is weird because you wouldn't think so, but Damn. he does. I mean, and just he's just so it's incredible because he has such emotion in these movies that plays out through all three of them. But I just I always think of like my favorite sequence, I think, from for him of all time is the second movie when he's like, I've got a jar of dirt, I've got a <laughs> jar of dirt, and guess what's inside it? And it's like they they film the other actors reacting to that because like Orlando Bloom and like Kernette, they're I, like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> it's like he's just like improving that, just throwing it out there and running and then trips and falls and breaks it. <laughs> it's just so funny. I'm like, this guy, uh, oh, he's incredible.
0: And also, it really is effective that when he's delivering these lines, like every everything he says is like a one-liner. You know, mm-hmm. like he's
1: got it, the perfect response for everything.
0: <laughs> he doesn't have like these long, these long monologues or anything. He's just like these little witty quips it's a lot it's a lot like um robert downey jr in like the first iron man or in a lot of the iron man's like he just has the best responses totally you're right very similar yeah yeah um but johnny depp when he's delivering all these lines he doesn't feel like he's trying to be funny he just is being his character
1: naturally like it's like he is jack sparrow You can't see past it. Like, this is him. Like, it's incredible. (laughs) He's just so good. He's like the, I mean, it's crazy because everybody else in this movie is so great as well. But, like, joined up, obviously, I think it's just, you think of pirates, you think of Jack Sparrow. The fact that they were even going to consider rebooting this thing without him is ridiculous. (laughs) Like, I heard that it's not, the Margot Robbie one's not happening. Nobody wants Uh, to see it without Jack Sparrow, okay? He doesn't have to be the main character, but like, you gotta have him in there. He's Captain Jack.
0: Put Margot Robbie in a movie with Jack Sparrow. There Thank you, go.
1: you. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um,
0: so we already talked a little bit about Orlando Bloom. He was yeah. good. Um, Kira Knightley. I mean, I just love her. I, I she's so
1: great. And this, I think
0: she's, she's. Sorry. Go ahead. I I just love everything she's in.
1: <laughs> did you know that she's fucking seventeen years old when they filmed this?
0: I did not know that. Yeah, she was
1: 18, like, when the movie premiered.
0: I'm really glad that um, they didn't do the Michael Bay thing with Megan Fox and just, like, over-sexualize her.
1: (laughs) No, I mean, it is funny, though, because, like, I was in the trivia, they talk about it. And I've heard this from her, like, she's given interviews talking about how much fun it was for her to get, like, her fake boobs put on every day. Because... She's like a 32A or something and she's like literally has nothing. So she said it was so much fun with the makeup artist to make it look like she had boobs. And they would spend like hours like do carving out her like darker in the middle to make it appear like she had a chest and she'd wear like padding and stuff. And I was like, they do a great job. She looks like she's got boobs. (laughs) It's crazy because then you see her in other movies and you're like, she has no tits. And she's like, it was really cool because I didn't have to do plastic. You know, I got to see what it was like. <laughs> but she's she's so good. I'm glad that they don't like have her like make out with Johnny Depp until the next movie. That's probably why they saved that. Um, but she has really good chemistry with both of them. And I was just mm-hmm. so jealous of her when I saw this movie the first time. So it's like this fucking bitch. Oh, who am I <laughs> gonna choose? Johnny Depp or Orlando Bloom, Life's so hard. Like, fuck off. <laughs> this is the best fucking spot to be in. She was so lucky. And her first movie, too. I mean, wow. I mean, like, first like movie where she's got like a starring role I'm pretty sure she was like one of the doubles for Natalie Portman in like the Phantom Menace yeah
0: yeah she (laughs) she was yeah she was the the fake queen that gets killed in the in the plan but so yeah this yeah this was I'm looking at her IMDB yeah this was like her first like leading crazy yeah like big movie like what a way to start
1: I know and I I think she's she's really funny too and like the whole corset bit is great and like i love that it just plays throughout all the movies too and yeah. that like like jack has the perfect response again when they're like when he like cuts open her fucking thing and then she like coughs out all that water after he saves her and the other guys are like oh i never would have thought of that and he's like clearly you've never been to singapore <laughs> it's just, like, just the little lines are so good but yeah she's great i think i love that like i think elizabeth swan and will turner are like a great romance like i think I want them to be together. If you're both of the movies, it's a little frustrating when they're not like, as you know, things are difficult mm. in the second and third, but like, man, oh man, they just, they really nail it with their chemistry. I think.
0: Yeah. And she has a great like character development, you know, like Yeah, like being the governor's daughter, but not then, a like, damsel in distress at all. <laughs> yeah. Like she's the first one who invokes parlay and like, goes toe to toe with jeffrey rush and like jeffrey rush okay oh, we'll get there yeah. yeah but yeah and then like she just she's just like this crazy smart and capable person that is just going pound for pound with all these pirates
1: i mean by the end in the third movie she's the fucking pirate king and i love <coughs> that i'm like fuck yeah elizabeth swan like she has a really great character development i think throughout These movies, but they don't make her even start in a place that you're like, oh God, like the chick from Jurassic World that Bryce Dallas Howard played. Because you're like, oh, she's in heels running in the jungle. I don't like it. (laughs) It's like, and then the next movie, she's like, I'm saving the dinosaurs and I'm wearing shoes. And it's like, (laughs) what? Like, I just feel like it's totally 180. This one, I feel like they really just show you from the start that she's like, Oh yeah, I was so scared with the pirate. Like it's like yeah. she is not like a typical female that you would have to yeah. rescue, right? She's like more of like a princess Leia where they're like going to rescue her, but it's like, I can get out myself. Yeah. I mean <laughs> I she love she,
0: that. she outwits Jack Sparrow.
1: I mean yeah, but how hard is that when he's chugging all the rum? Although I would be seduced by him I, I was rum gone. <laughs> I love that whole sequence. I think the director said, like, he was like, "I wish something that like, could have happened more important in that scene where they're stuck on the beach, so that it would like have more importance at the end." But I was like, I thought it was just a fun little like sequence, and I love that it just shows how
0: smart she is. I thought, uh, I thought, very important things happened in that scene. Like, we learned that Jack Sparrow is is a man of myth. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of what actually happens to him is not as crazy as we think like he's like yeah i was on the island for three days drinking rum and then the smugglers took me off like that's what i'm saying it's, it's all revealing character thing
1: It is. yeah that's what i'm saying i mean the director missed it apparently but <laughs> yeah. good thing we're here to call it out I just think it is really funny though that he's like yeah like it's just it's it's really fascinating to see like his character and like why he is the way he is and all this stuff but it's like i also love when they're talking about how he got off the island and he's like he roped himself a couple of sea turtles <laughs> yeah. and then will turner's like what did he use for rope <laughs> and he's like human hair from my back and like the yeah. way that he says it is so creepy i love it <laughs> and i'm like wow that's <sighs> still hot well, still hot wood fuck
0: <laughs> well and then with this being Kira knightley's like first big movie this is when the world learned that keira knightley has one of the best like stare down mean mug faces ever like mm-hmm. when the monkey when the monkey yes. screams at her and then she just like looks at it <laughs> I'm just like that's the look
1: the monkey is great i have to say that scene there's a scene where it like looks at the camera and smiles and they said that that was like not planned like the monkey <laughs> just did that and they happened to capture that on film and i just think that's incredible <laughs> like also I'm pretty sure the monkey oh no, that was the birds. The birds were played by two different parrots named Chip and Salsa. And I thought that was pretty cute. <laughs> <huge. laughs> but I always like Nolan and I always quote about uh when he's like
0: well, thank you, Jack. You're welcome. <laughs> Not you, we name the monkey Jack.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just so good. I love can we talk about Barbosa?
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> let's finish on Barbosa. Um Jeffrey Rush goes a hundred and ten percent.
1: He's <laughs> hamming
0: it up
1: this like, whole movie,
0: and I could not be more happy. Like they they really they were really perfect with how often they had Jack Sparrow and Barbosa talking to each other because like they're both just maxed out and like that could you could have it be so easy for it to be like oh they've been around each other too much there's too much pirate energy going yeah, on yeah exactly but, like, it's amazing it's
1: <laughs> incredible they have such good chemistry and like they became like really close friends I think when they were filming and you can tell I think they just have such a good like tête à tête and like it's like I love Barbosa as the villain like he's he's very creepy when he needs to be and like that monologue of like you're in one, you know, about like ghost stories. Like, that's so good. I think he's incredible. But then he's also so funny in the scenes with like, with Jack and like all their like back and forth. It's just, it's incredible. And I love that he gets to be in all the other movies too. Because that's the one thing I was like, man, did he have to die? And right when he was starting to feel something, <laughs> yeah. I felt made me feel sad for him, which is weird. Cause he, normally, you're not supposed to side with the villain, you know, <laughs> yeah. especially in a Disney movie, the villains always meet their doom. And then you're like, "Ha!" but this one, I was like, fuck man, that's, he dropped the apple. He was just wanting to have a bite of that thing.
0: Well, and especially Disney, like Disney doesn't always have the best villains, you know, no. like, but at, at least with the movies of this franchise I've seen, they nail all the villains like Barbosa and Davy Jones, like Bill Nye <laughs> is so, they're so good.
1: Oh, Davy Jones scared the shit out of me and I was in high school when that movie came out. That gave me nightmares. Him and the Kraken. <clears throat> Jesus fuck. <laughs> those creatures. I could not believe that these were Disney movies. First off, like they continue to get so dark. It's incredible that like Disney even let them do this.
0: And it's it's great with um with uh with Jeffrey Rush, like you know he's been an actor for for a while, like oh, he yeah had, he had been in a lot of you know really well known movies, but I feel like this was a movie that like introduced a whole new generation to Jeffrey Rush, mm-hmm. and then like he went on and did a a bunch of Morgan movies, and like you know like I like I love the movie The King's Speech, mm.
1: yes, yeah, so good in that.
0: And part of that was like, oh, Jeffrey Rush is in this
1: mm-hmm. because of pirates.
0: Like, I, I don't think I really knew who Colin Firth was at that time. Oh, come um, on Bridget Jones' diary, really? If, okay. High school me, not that excited to watch Bridget Jones. Me nowadays, I'd probably be down with it. It's <laughs> so
1: good. Okay. But I I think you're right with that. Like, Jeffrey Rush is just like... The only thing I really had known him from was House on Haunted Hill, where he plays, like, an, exce- uh, an eccentric billionaire who, like, pays a bunch of people to spend the night in a crazy mansion that used to be an asylum. It's, like, a scary movie. But he's very extra in that. So I think that's just, like, part of his charm. And mm-hmm. I love that because I think he's... He's so funny as Barbosa, and like the character develops over all the movies and like I think in like four or five like he's like wearing a powder wig and like all the like white makeup and like all fancy and I'm just like what is this but it's so funny. It works. I think he just him and Johnny Depp like I'm glad that at least they continued through the rest of the franchise because they were like really great together and their whole struggle for power over each other it's like they're friends but like They're enemies and it's like it's just but at what point are they what is really all it is they just changing at any moment that's one of the great things about the pirate movies is allegiances are shifting constantly it's kind of hard (laughs) to keep track of (laughs) whose side at least Jack especially is on at any point in each movie (laughs) and that's part of the charm that's the pirate way.
0: I just love Barbosa's voice and accent. Also, like his laugh. Like uh, I want to see like Jeffrey Rush developing that whole character. Ha 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 ha! ha.
1: (laughs) I know when he's like chasing Jack and they're like they're fighting. He's like ha ha ha! ha." I'm like Jesus, (laughs) fuck that guy's terrifying. Like I would not want that thing coming at me. Jesus, he's so good though. Like even this. Like I would say, I also love Governor Swan. Uh yeah, Jeffrey Jonathan, or Jonathan, Jonathan
0: Price.
1: Jonathan Price. Okay, thank you. Um I would now I just think of him as the High Sparrow, but he'll always <laughs> be this to me because I like I quote him like hang him. I always love <laughs> that way that he says it. But I just I think it's so funny his character in these movies. I think in the final battle, he's like battling a fucking skeleton hand the entire time. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. And then <laughs> so he's not doing shit he's doing Jack all right. Like for the first five minutes of that fight, he's fighting over his wig. Like it's not even like, like some of those guys are getting gutted out there. And then after the battle, when they win, I always love that he walks out all triumphantly. Huzzah! And then he goes and like, yeah, starts like fake punching the guys. I'm like, don't act like you had any part of this. You didn't do shit. You had to fight a fucking hand. How hard is that? It was great comedy, though, in the midst of the battle. I thought that was fun. Oh,
0: yeah. It was great.
1: But yeah, him and Norrington, I feel like, are great supporting characters that like, we didn't really talk about Norrington. They're just kind of more the serious ones. But like, I think maybe just throughout the other movies, I enjoy like, especially Norrington. I think he becomes a lot more of a character in the second one.
0: Yeah, I liked him in the second. One. and Yeah. yeah. In, the, in the first one, he's just the straight military man, like mm-hmm. essentially like a plank of wood. Like, it's it's
1: like just- he's like, the, like His that's not good enough line is like Elizabeth when she like falls <laughs> off the fucking cliff. That's like the most emotion he emotes if you will (laughs) that's like literally the only scene we're like damn this guy's okay and that's it all right oh that was it that was all he had (laughs) next movie he gets to be like you know a norrington down on his luck which is pretty fun and i think Mm -hmm. a lot i was like oh i actually like like this guy
0: yeah (laughs) yeah the everything everything about this movie is just great yeah
1: it's lightning in a bottle it's too perfect
0: and i think it also like just ruined pirate movies for any other studio because like mm-hmm. there's there's not really any other pirate like peter pan is kind of yeah the only other, i mean there's other movies like i asked i asked sarah this i was like can you think of any other pirate movies and she's like captain phillips i'm like okay not what i'm talking about
1: <laughs> that's the one tom hanks right yeah with the yeah, somali
0: okay. pirates like,
1: <laughs> not quite the same not the
0: same today. yeah there's
1: like that wasn't there like that show on showtime or stars or something called like black sails or some
0: shit oh, I never our watched flag it. Means death?
1: oh that one is like on oh, HBO. that's no, a funny black sails
0: yeah you, there yeah there is that it's show like a
1: serious one though but yeah our flag yeah. means death is like the comedy one that's good i love that's uh, yeah. a great one but yeah, there has not been any serious ones or anything about this, which is, I mean, maybe just because they did it so well. But like, there's
0: there's other there's other movies that are set like similar time with naval ships, like Master and Commander. But it like, came out no, like the
1: same time.
0: <laughs> there's no like pirate things, which is so yeah. interesting to me because like pirates just seem like such fun characters that actors would want to play. Yeah, you know. Oh, and I. Like, yeah, I agree. It, I always thought pirates would be fun. So it's, uh, it's just interesting, but I don't know. We'll see.
1: Hey, they if they bring back Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow, bring back Orlando Bloom, Kira Knightley, let's get another fucking movie with all three of them. Let's do it.
0: And Davy Jones. Just bring back Obviously. every character ever introduced. Well,
1: <laughs> actually, Davy Jones does come back at the end of the fifth one in like the post credit scene
0: spoilers
1: oh who cares like you're gonna watch the four and five and nobody else like it, it's been out for fucking like 10 years now which is crazy well, not 10 years probably i think the last one came out like 2016
0: but like almost well now that i've watched this and then watched the second one immediately after Fuck I'm, yeah. I'm gonna go through all of them so because i i know i haven't seen the penelope cruz one and i don't even know what the other one is so
1: The fourth one is good with Penelope Cruz. I don't mind it as much, but I think the fifth one's better. And it's because they went back to like, let's do like the same thing as the first movie. So it's very similar. It's like a young girl and like another, and then um, Will and Elizabeth's son, who looks literally like he could actually be their child. Like he looks just like, that. he's just as beautiful as both of them. It's crazy. And so it's like those two rescuing Jack to help them do something. And I'm like that, it's literally the fucking first movie again so it's a, a bit better than the fourth one but oh, okay yeah Spin- i would say they're not horrible they're definitely like more watchable than like a lot of spin-offs and probably any fast and the
0: furious sequel so okay 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 i'm Co- just saying pump, pump the brakes
1: well that's your <laughs> fucking bar for a fun entertaining movie apparently so i'm just trying to speak your language dude <laughs> just those and the human centipede Like don't fucking tell me that these pirates movies aren't good after three and or after four and five. Like they're better than any of those.
0: (laughs) I have no comeback. You win.
1: (laughs) Shots taken, fired, and you're dead. That's it.
0: Sorry. If you're shooting with the guns in this movie, you're going to have to be point blank in order to hit me. So because those those guns can't hit shit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know. I can't believe anybody hits anybody back in these days. And the pirate things, they're just shooting fucking willy nilly. Nobody's aiming anything. It's incredible. (laughs) How do they do that?
0: Well, that was the part I was like, oh, this is realistic because Jack Sparrow's just like flying around and they never hit him. It's like, yeah, you can't hit you can't, anything. With your point play. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, because I'm like, nobody can fucking aim. I the last thing I'll say for this movie, the one gripe I always have is the whole sequence where like the ship blows up and Will's below deck, trapped, trying to get the medallion. There's no way he's fucking alive after that. First off, he's totally <laughs> probably drowned. And yeah. second He gets so mad at Elizabeth for keeping this for like 10 years, but it's like she kept it safe for 10 fucking years. She gives it to him, and five minutes later, it's missing. It's under the boat. The boats are being attacked, and he has no idea. He gets trapped fucking trying to find it. Like, no shit she had to keep it safe. Like, why didn't he keep that on him? It bothers me every time. He just got this medallion from his dad, finally, after 10 years, and he's like, I'll just fucking throw it on the ground. (laughs) Never gonna need that again. Why the fuck didn't he have it in his pocket? That's all I'm saying.
0: Well, my biggest gripe, and this is more with the second movie, um, but the entire first movie, they keep saying that Orlando Bloom is a spitting image of his dad, Bootstrap Bill. And then in the sequel, we meet his dad, Daddy Skarsgård, who looks nothing like Orlando
1: yeah. Bloom? I would like to also, I wonder if Orlando Bloom was like offended at all. Being <laughs> like, I'm sorry. That is my dad that I'm a spitting image of. Like, can we get someone who looks a little bit more like him, please? Like, he if that's what he's going to look like, I just don't think it's going to happen for Orlando Bloom. He's not going to lose it like that. It's like we
0: have enough Scars Guards kids to have yeah. a spectrum of what a young daddy Skarsgård yeah. could look like and none of them <laughs> look like Orlando Bloom
1: no and I was like I mean no offense to still in Skarsgård but he is no Orlando Bloom <laughs> I'm just saying young or old so like if I were Orlando Bloom I'd be like really this guy this is who you think <laughs> I don't know I agree that bothers me every single time because I'm just like <laughs> it doesn't make sense however they nail it with like casting Keith Richards as Johnny Depp's dad later
0: Yeah, so. nail it well, maybe we'll have to cover the other movies. Oh, uh, well, please,
1: a- <laughs> God, please! But until then, bring me that horizon. There you go. Drink up, me hearties! Yo ho!
0: Yo ho! Um so are fun. you calling
1: me a hoe? Ugh.
0: In this day <laughs> and age, we're all hoes on some level. It's That's okay. That's true.
1: <laughs> Especially if we have a podcast.
0: <laughs> we are co hosts of this Ooh, podcast.
1: I like that. The co-host.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 20 years. So fun to revisit. And so much fun. So worth a revisit.
1: Always. Always down to watch any of the pirates movies. I think they've all aged really,
0: really well. Yeah, I watched this one and then immediately watched the second one and then the next day watched the third one. So, yeah, they're 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 infectious.
1: Are you going to keep going?
0: Yeah, cuz I I haven't seen the other two. Is there two more? Yep, two more. Yeah, I haven't seen the the other two and I got to see if they continue the trend of nailing the bad guy. Like they mm. have the best villains of maybe any Disney movie outside of Thanos, like
1: I would have to agree with that.
0: They're great.
1: Yeah, I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. I think uh, both of the villains, I mean, you got Javier Bardem as the villain in the fifth one, so obviously great. And -hmm. the CGI on him is really, really cool because he's kind of like ashy and like flaky and stuff. And it just looks really, really good. I mean, the CGI on these movies is always great. But Mm. then the fourth one, you get um, Ian McShane. Who
0: obviously Ooh, is I do like him. incredible,
1: That's, especially as a villainous character.
0: He's so good. So
1: it's great casting.
0: And as a John Wick fan, I love Ian McShane. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I know. I was hoping that you wouldn't bring that up. But yes, <laughs> despite him being a villain in John Wick, I still really like him.
0: So the next movie that we're watching... Um, Not sure, but I think I haven't seen it yet. I know you have. I think this might be the weirdest movie we've ever watched (laughs) together. I
1: mean, yeah, at least for the pod. Based on what I've
0: heard (laughs) about the movie.
1: I mean, yeah, I would say so. I think, you know, we watched. um, So, okay, well, let's just say it. We're watching Infinity Pool, which came out this past year and is streaming on Hulu. And it's directed Mm -hmm. by Brandon Cronenberg and starring Mia Goth and Alexander Skarsgård.
0: Sexy Skarsgård.
1: Sexy Skarsgård. I mean, Bill Skarsgård is pretty sexy, too. But yeah, Alexander. Yeah, he's scary, scary, sexy Skarsgård. We'll (laughs) say that 10 times fast. Um, But this movie is directed by Brandon Cronenberg, who is the son of the famed, uh, well, especially horror director, David Cronenberg and we watched one of his movies and I think we talked about it on YouTube right uh, his most recent movie Crimes
0: of the Future yeah I think so we we recorded it
1: <laughs> yeah I don't know if we ever posted it but hey maybe we maybe we post it with this one but Infinity Pool is probably as weird as that maybe weirder maybe not I don't know I'll be curious to see what you think but it's definitely a really interesting movie and really really cool and unique
0: yeah so I'm, exci- I'm excited to see it um, yeah because I've heard a lot about it, you've sent me a couple clips of Mia Goth's accent. She's go—I mean, it's closer
1: to like her real voice, which is just wild. If you <laughs> like, if you haven't heard what she really sounds like, please look it up. Or, I mean, I'll put some sound clips in the next episode. But, <laughs> but she's uh, she's bringing some real pearl energy in this movie, which is great.
0: Always good to see. Uh, well, um, so yeah, watch that on Hulu, and uh, if you want to hear us talk about Final Destination, head over to YouTube. But yeah, until then, take care and we will see you next week on the regular exclusive podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We out here.